can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. My, 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 my music hits me so hard. Makes me say, oh my Lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I doing? Welcome to another edition, number four yes. of the Sioux Boys podcast. I almost said the May Boys podcast. It's, I forgot about our rebrand that I the, spearheaded. Yes, that's the thing of the past. So that's gone. There's This is all new. Why did we start with MC Hammer can't touch this? Did we have a reason? Did we like no. it's because of the Kitchener Rangers couldn't touch the London Knights oh, yesterday? Yes, that's right. Big we six took... nothing win in the odd. Five. Oh, I keep five. saying five, six. Well, yes, we took a road trip, uh, my son and I, and I got to bring a friend. And I got to bring a friend. <laughs> wow, it was so much fun. <laughs> and um, if you haven't been to the odd and we'll have to compare it to the JLC or the Budweiser Center. And the odd is an older arena with its little nuances. And the seats seem to be a little bit more more uh, tight, I guess. It's built steep, not so it's built up, not oh. It's an old style arena. I, I believe it actually, I mean, it was never in the Montreal form. But I actually think it has a similar design, including on the outside. From what I've heard about the form, it had sort of an inconspicuous look from the outside. From the outside of the auditorium, you don't really know what you're looking at. It almost looks, could be a high school or something. It It doesn't look like an arena, but it doesn't even look like like the Sioux Memorial Gardens or the Winds. Like, it doesn't look like a barn either. It's it's almost Um, like in South London here, we have that, that twin pad and on Southdale Road. Yeah. I haven't even been in there. There's a library, but you got that feel where you're walking up to not an arena, but more of a community, multi, center. Yeah, community center. But it's, uh, because it seems tighter, it, it has uh, more of a loud. Yeah, it seems a lot louder, more electric than the, than being at the Bud Center. Uh, but having said that, the Knights took the crowd right out of it at the, uh, probably the 15 minute mark when they scored a power play goal. I think it was around there. Three nothing. Yeah, if if Kitchener had scored, you would have heard the noise. But very fun. I'll say this: the staff, and we're gonna talk about later what it's like to be a road Correct. fan because we've gone to some different buildings and and cheered for the Knights. Different vibe, but uh, the staff at the auditorium and most of the other Kitchener fans there were actually quite polite, and we aren't really a quiet group no that's true so yeah. i was but i was as my nana would say i was good as gold julian was so <laughs> good he was good as gold but so anyways the the weather is getting better and i know it's springtime because uh, when i look at my driveway i can see all my tire marks in my neighbor's grass because i park so close to it so that's the sign of spring when i see my neighbor come out with grass seed julian what's your <laughs> sign of spring my sign, no, what is for me, uh, when I start watching TV a lot because everything's on now, you got the playoffs, uh, you had the Masters, you had the NCAA, yes, OHL we'll playoffs, leaves yeah. on the trees. What's my sign of spring? Uh, no, what it's when you wake up, the ducks come to my pool, yeah, the ducks, in, a Mr. lot, Mrs. actually. Quackers? I think for me, it's more 
I actually wake up wanting to leave the house and there's like, it's, I think yeah. it's called sunlight. Yes, oh, it's a yes. nice change. It's a nice change. <laughs> well, there's been some serious things in my household that uh, I don't even know if I can talk about it, but my wife and my daughter are leaving their hairdresser. Dun, dun, dun. I know. And I guess for us guys, that would be similar to leaving your auto mechanic. Actually, for me, who knows nothing about cars, it's actually just the same as leaving my hairdresser. So oh, I, really? I go, I actually go to a, I don't go to a barber. I go, she does a hairdress, hairdresser, right. but she does men's cuts. But she lives, for the past few years, she's lived near me. And now she's moving to Oak Ridge, which is, oh, I find oh. that, like, for me, is probably the least, from where I am, maybe the least convenient neighborhood yeah, to get to. And you know what? And Today, so I don't know, because I like going to her, but so I'm conflicted. And so... Today was the weirdest day. I was on Commissioner's Road at 4 o'clock by the hospital, and uh, the traffic was crazy in both directions. So I don't. I guess a sign of spring, too. People are getting out. They're driving around. Well, so also it gets a little sh- nuts, Also, too. shift change at the hospital yes. at 4 o'clock. So that right. might... Maybe the fact there was like 1,100 employees coming in and out. Which is, it's like they're working on all the roads, too. So that's kind of a crazy thing going on. And the other thing I've been noticing is some of this, you ever notice some styles come back and they go and they come back? Well, when I was in grade seven or eight, uh, oh God, that have to be in 1978. I don't want to, and painter pants were in. I remember you get these white painter pants and uh, I, they weren't really good for me because I got them dirty quite quickly. And for the longest time, the only people that were painter pants were painters. And it wasn't actually that cool. That meant that you were not really successful at any trade. And uh, you became a painter. But actually now, it's, it's quite a high-paying trade. But those are coming back in style. So I've been noticing that. One for me is when I was growing up champion clothing was oh yeah like the cheap stuff you right. got at walmart that no one wanted to wear right. champion right and now it's the expensive cool stuff that the young people wear yeah, another one kid. is i feel like we've even talked about this but in high school my friend jeff mcdonald who i'm going to see tomorrow just go to go a peterborough pete's game he i think he listens. another former make carpenters employee he's on the alumni wall employee of the month but he tried to do and we all made fun of him, but the pants that came down to just below above the ankles, he called them like capris. He called them man pre's. And so we're like, we're ripping. But now that's what all the young no, kids wear. They wear the stuff. tight pants and they're showing off the ankle. <laughs> it's brutal. And the mom pants are in, which I'm sorry. I cannot get it. I'm not into the mom pants. I am so sorry. Can't get into that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, no, what? I don't think the moms are into your your ripped <laughs> jeans that have caulking and drywall mud on the front. Well, that's called being a worker. And I do it because I don't really work that hard. But when people see me, they go, oh, look at how hard that guy's working. I just basically go I to think- their shop, cut a couple holes in my pants, get a, some caulking and just smear it on there, and then grab a little bit of dust from Todd's shop. Todd Gray, because I don't do any cutting or anything, and then throw it on my pants. We saw a pair of boots yesterday on the street on one of the medians, and it looked better than the footwear you've, you've had at work sometimes. It wasn't, yes. it wouldn't be the worst pair of boots you owned if you picked them up and threw them and in the truck. And to be honest with you, I think some guys, some days those guys are making a lot more money than me. 
So, uh, as I like to start the, the, the start of the podcast, I like to reflect back to my childhood. And this one actually relates to Julian and I, and probably a lot of people, is when we were in class, we used to have, we have to read out loud. I don't know if they still do that. And I, I was a terrible at, at, at just reading lines and, 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 and having, I'm still really bad. You at have the, a bit I, of dyslexia, I think. You mix up your P's and B's. Yes. So, and so when I'm reading stuff, it's really difficult. So, you know, they'd go up and down the rows and I would always kind of, you know, project which line was mine. And sometimes you would bonus, right, Biddy? Because it'd be like three words, like the the bear ran. The bear something. ran, and I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this is like a huge bonus!" But the teacher occasionally would screw me up and say, "Wow, that next line is not very big, Jerry. Why don't you go ahead and just take that line too? And and Willie, you can take the next one." Well, oh my God, it, that was like. What am I going to do here? Now I'm scr- now. Not only am I in scramble mode because I stopped reading because I knew my one line, but then I st- I I wasn't listening to Jerry read. I was automatically looking at the line I had, and so Jerry would finish. I'm looking at my line, and then the teacher Willie, it's your turn, and then I would blow it every was it time. Like, was it like in Billy Madison? <laughs> yeah. Was it like a scene out of that? <laughs> yes. Um, they don't do that. So they were doing that when I was in school. I remember doing that. It wasn't as big deal to me. I liked, I've always liked reading, reading aloud. It wasn't, it didn't scare me that much. I would still do what you did though, where you'd project it more to just see by high school. Like I liked it. We were doing To Kill a Mockingbird. I was trying to do the voices. Right. The teacher told me no, because I was doing too, too good of a job maybe. But (laughs) generally now in school I mean, I'm a supply, but I think most teachers have, if you're doing that, you'll call on volunteers. If there's a student, so you, you'll do your guided readings now privately right. for that exact reason. So you'll call because some kids like it. So you say, who wants to read? You'll have five or six hands. It'll be the same ones every time. Now, I'm not sure um, of school anymore, but do they get those things we used to get? I think they're called marks. You got marks. Oh, okay, still. I wasn't quite sure if. They do that anymore, and they just don't want to give somebody a mark. And actually, no, we still do marks. Don't get used to them. I think they'll be. I know oh, what I bet. The past. I wouldn't be surprised if by the time I'm done, they are gone or just look very, right. very differently. But to your point, no, it is. You try as a teacher to find the balance where you want perseverance because you know it's a skill. At some point in your life, you may be called in a situation right. where you have to read or speak or present. So you want the skill there, but you don't want, and I, I think you have a story in a moment, you don't want to embarrass anyone. And at a certain point, it's counterproductive to have a student there struggling to read in front of the class. The class is getting angsty. So generally, we've gotten away from that. You still do read alouds and, and stuff, but you're not going to, we're going row by row and there's no pass right. anymore. Is that sort of yes. gone. And, and it reminds me, and you're speaking of that, and everyone, when we were in school, every year you'd have to do orals. And basically an oral was Speeches. a speech. Three to five minutes. Three to five Topic minutes, of your choice. Topic of your choice. 
And I loved getting in front of people and talking. And yeah, no, when no came, one would guess yes, it. But when it came to orals, it was so difficult because you had to write something specifically. And Kim Valius used to win our class and win all the time, like, you know, and represent our school in the West End one. And then occasionally she would go to the city, which was a huge deal. And so for the most part, I didn't do very well until grade eight. And I just happened to have a great topic. But what was the topic? It was cats and dogs. I still remember it, and it was funny, it would and be that funny. was me. It would be funny. But I remember saying it, and I would screw it up. You know, I'd say one part over the second part, but because it was a funny skit, I was able to mill through it. But I also remember the sad end of it, and one girl specifically in our class who was just up there and could not say even a word. So for like... It seemed like an eternity. It maybe was only two or three minutes. And she, she was that just out there shiver, and the whole class. And I wish now, looking back, I should have got up as a person in, in the class or uh, maybe individuals in class. We should have just got up and said, this is not right to the teacher that she should not have to do this anymore. It's just not what fair. What grade is this? It's probably grade seven. And, and in grade seven, too, you're starting to come into how you feel or how you look, peer yeah, pressure and yeah. all that other kind of stuff. So I, I still to this day feel so bad for her and and also disappointed with myself as an individual. And I think as you get older, you want to kind of stick up for people. Yeah, that's different era. Now, you wouldn't see that happen now. Mm-hmm. That probably has a lot Which to do. Which I'm, I'm glad. You know, about. and I would, and I would, I would agree with that. I don't know if. Now you were quite successful with orals until you got advice from a really bad person. You. So, <laughs> is that why maybe then you got to live vicariously through me? So how, like, I'm jealous of you because I'm not good at goalie and you played really high level hockey. Right. I did make it to the city championship one yes. year, and I would have been the Kim Valeris oh, who won the class I, every year. And I came year. in third. And so in one year, End. so I went. I went to. I won the school three years in a row. I won the school yes. in grade. You were our Kim Valius. You were the Kim Valius. Five, five, six, and seven, and yeah. in grade five, which was probably the strongest speech, mm-hmm. um, was about yeah. us going fishing. It was hilarious. Oh, it was- the best but was, you you thought i would be nervous about making yes. eye contact which i wasn't so what you told me to do was look like kind of above look everybody's up. heads but what i did is my head's tilted like way up so yes. they thought i was looking at the ceiling so yes. <laughs> that probably cost me but the next year i didn't listen to you awesome. and it was but the speech wasn't as good and it was i went to so sorry the year in grade five when you gave me the bad advice i went to the the regional finished fourth right the next year i won the zone the regionals i went to the city and i had an off day there and i didn't do that well and then in grade seven i was went to the zone but i didn't win that was a weaker speech but um yeah but but, i mean great you know when you think about it now those are those are great skills and good things to have and public speaking is can be a powerful thing if you're you know if you can master it. 
You could have a podcast one day. You could have a podcast one day. Or be a teacher. Or be a teacher. So those skills are important. Or be a teacher with a podcast. (laughs) Right. So those skills are important. But on the other hand, too, you you can't force someone to do it either. So I'm glad they don't do that. They've shifted that. They've shifted that. And I think generally as a teacher, you try and you know... You, you know, you know who's who good at what and who what hands. You get the same right. hands, and you encourage them. You know, you sure, yeah. but you you don't sit there and and, and then, embarrass yeah. someone. That's uh, but no different yeah, times. Sh- different times. Sitting and embarrassing people. We'll save that for when Willie goes to an order desk at Cops or North Pole Trim or Sanchera, and it seems like everyone at the order desk is encouraged to embarrass Willie. So now let's get into some of the stuff we love talking about, which is sports. 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 I wish we had a better, we could put like the, you know, when you hear like the, yeah. like the football sound effects. We have effects no in. sound effects. We need a sound person. We need a sound person. And you know, my, Luke's I, supposed I, to be here. Our, our podcast and our our followers reminds me of of me, my financial state through my 20s, where it would be like 20, 30, and that's like at 20 or 30 bucks. So I'm hoping someday this could be a podcast of my financial state in my 40s where it'll be in the hundreds, right? Wouldn't that be great to be like, you're like, oh, we got like 321 followers. That would you be You should have like, went and been a prep teacher because. You get to speak. You're in five classes every day. You get to speak in front of 150. You'd oh. have an audience, 150 people every day, and then you get to go in the staff room. And oh talk. my gosh! Yeah, that would be Should awesome. Should have stayed teaching. I I missed it. With my job, they they actually per- expect me to finish things, like actually cut materials and do stuff. Where I'd rather just talk to the homeowner. I know. I like I like listening to you talk on the phone. So, anyways. You want to talk NCAA? Um, so I want to talk NCAA no, because it's going to lead ago, into a lot ago. of things that Julie and I are both sort of passionate about or interested about. And, um, you know, I'm one of these weirdos, and I listen on satellite radio. I listen to NBA TV. I also listen to watch podcasts and stuff like that. So, like, some, you know, you get sick of music all the time. Um you know, how many times can I listen to Led Zeppelin? A lot of times, having said that. So um, what I found, a lot of airtime went to the to the women's final. And in the final... Of what? You didn't qualify. Uh, the NCAA women's uh, final four. It basketball. was basketball. It was Tennessee at Iowa, I think. Is that Caitlin Clark's team? Caitlin yeah, Clark. Iowa. That's and Iowa. so at the end of the game... A girl from Tennessee waved her hand in front of her face as a show of disrespect to the Iowa uh, girl, I guess, or not disrespect, just uh, what do you, you know, when you trash, trash talking. talking. And so um, it got so much airtime on NBA TV, way more than the men's game. And what I'm saying to Julian is what's happened in the men's game is a lot of the best players, they're one and out. There's also another league they've developed, like a development league. Where, where you get paid. Where you get paid, and then you get drafted out of. So, um, whereas with the women's league, they're making, some of them are making more money because uh, college players get paid now than they would in the WNBA. And to be honest with you, the WNBA, it's not as many teams. 
um, there's probably not as much opportunity. So, which is great for uh, women's basketball to see them get so much uh, airtime and, and being so popular. Whereas before it would just be like on ABC Wild World of Sports, you'd be lucky to oh uh, the game's on right. Whereas now it, so that part's great. So I'm wondering, and to me it's a larger problem where teams swap out the roster so much in every sport. It's hard to get uh, to become to be a fan of a team because you're not in tune with the players that are on the team, especially in football like the NFL. I find NFL challenging for that reason. NBA is a lot of turnover, but the NBA markets its players ahead of the teams almost. So I find a lot of kids, they don't they don't like Memphis, they like John Morant. Right. They don't like the Lakers, they like LeBron. Right. And, and like I that, would... and I think what you're, what you're trying to get at too with college, I don't know if you close the thought, is that so many of the men's league, it's a one and done, unless you're Drew Timmy and you're at... Gonzaga for like eight years. Correct. And you know, you recognize And I, that's the only, and know what? That's, yeah, the, that's, only the, only that's know. the only name I know. That's the only name I know. Because you've seen him for two or three years in a row, right? No, and so I think the NCAA on the women's side is what the NCAA men's was in, when it was at its heyday in the 80s where Michael Jordan was right. there for I three years. I remember Ralph Sampson. Uh, Sampson, team, Patrick uh, Ewing, I think Olajuwon. was there. Yeah, yeah like you had Houston, right? So yeah, it's, no, it was, it was so much fun to watch. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and and when Duke had their really good teams, I think they won back. Was it Duke that won back-to-back? And, and you knew uh, everybody on their team, right? It seemed like, whereas, whereas now you don't get that feeling. No, it's true. And, and so it's, unless even for a casual. Islanders, even like my Islanders, you know, like Marcel, oh, even now, Horvat. And maybe a few other guys. Like sometimes I don't even know the goalies. Like yeah. even for Colorado, I'm like, who's their goalie? They won the NF- They won the Stanley Cup last well, year. And I'm I like, think, who's their goalie? And I think that's why the North Pole Bears, trim Bears yes, have such right. a dedicated a fan huge, base because our right. roster never changed. <laughs> well, the core six or seven of us have never changed. Now, aside from that, it's changed a little bit. But uh, and just to let everybody know. We didn't do that well. We f- we finished in seventh in the playoffs. And surprise, surprise, guess who won? Sutton? Sutton won, yes. I think this might. So if I've been in the league, I don't know, 12 years, I think they've won 11 times. So, you know, one of these days, one of us is going to break through. So do you know what's funny is I, well, I was not as much now because I'm trying to find more productive uses of my time. But in the NHL video game, I created a team. I created the North Pole Bears, oh, and awesome. I, I, I loaded the team. Like we have nice. Ovechkin, yes. uh, Pat Kane, Mitch Marner. But my record, I don't play in the easiest mode, but the second easiest mode. So the, the North Pole Bears in the NHL video game, I think we're like 47-4-4 four four or something. Nice. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is too easy. But then I thought about it. I go, you know what? I bet if Sutton plays 55 real games, their record's about 47, yeah, oh gosh, four yeah. and four. So yeah. I don't feel as bad because no, yeah, winning might, is fun and it's yeah, like a pseudo just reality. Stack, just but, stack your roster. Exactly. But, but and, and having said that, now we're getting back to the smaller venues, the smaller teams. I loved being in Kitchener as a visiting fan because I, w- I was cheering how I normally would cheer 
you know, at the Bud Center, but nobody noticed you or whatever. But when you're cheering and there's like seven or 8,000 people and there's only about 50 of you really happy, you really stand out. So I kind of enjoyed seeing, you know, being one of the... You like being the villain. I like being the villain in there. I was really happy. And I, you know... If I played in the NHL and I like scored a goal, if I scored a goal on the oh, I would. Oh, be, you I do love, the ear. I would do the ear thing where you know I can't I hear do you. Sh- I do I the would sh- do that. I'd a thousand percent, I would do that. One hundred. I would too. But it, it's great to see the Knights doing well and getting to what you were saying about junior hockey. Because we love it, and yeah, I was saying this before. What I want to talk about is <clears throat> so. When being from the Sioux growing up, I loved the Greyhounds. And then we moved to London and it's heyday. And, and then I found for me in high school and university, you start going to school with guys on the team. So you, you feel like uncool. You don't maybe right. a little bit jealous. But as I'm older now, I love the OHL. And what I said to you is if you're a sports fan, I don't think there's a better dollar for dollar entertainment value yes. than what you get from the OHL in terms of quality of play, atmosphere. Even the format, it is a scale that, you know, you get your best of seven, four-round series. Right. The Memorial Cup's a fun tournament. You get the juniors. And you know what? And you, I, you know I, what's nice about Ontario, too? And I said this last night. The league's really close together. You can go. There's If you drew a map, I bet there's 12 cities you could drive to within two hours of here to see the Knights play. Right. Or 10, at least. Like, even tomorrow, I'm going... I have a friend in Peterborough, and I love those cool old barns, so I'm going to see him and go to a playoff game. Because you know what? The atmosphere in there and will be like they're playing Ottawa, the best top five team in the country. It's going to be electric. Like That's right. going to be a great game. And the one thing I like about uh, the OHL, and the NHL doesn't do it, and I don't like it that much, is they don't reseed the teams. It should be one versus eight, two, seven. I, I'm not – like Toronto keeps playing – Tampa Bay. Well, they want that for the rivalry. I I get it, but I don't like it. It should be 1-8. I like Why why do you finish him first? You should get rewarded for that. It should be 1-8, 2-7, 3-6. They do it everywhere else. I like... One thing I'll say about the bracket... I mean, they do it in tennis. They don't even do it in tennis. No, see, I, I like... I wish the NHL did the seeding one tape, but I wish it was like the NBA where it stayed on a bracket. Just I find it's fun to sort of, in terms of maybe doing a pool, or just anticipating, Okay, who, you know, who, who's who coming down the road, right? I, I like I just, the bracket yeah, format. I, I still think they should reseed. To be honest with you, I don't... Could say a, say a, a, a six and an eight upset, then a six plays an eight. I don't... You should get penalized for having a crappy year. This If a six and an eight win... I think they would end up playing well, each what's other. Happened that in, should get reseeded. And, and, uh, well, I think what you know, so what would happen is in that, say it's on the bracket. Two should play if set. the eight wins, sit, pretend in the NBA that an eight seed can ever right. win a series, which it right. doesn't. But when it does, it's actually the four gets the eight. So the team that gets punished is the two. Or, for example, what exactly. could happen the seven beats the two, the one should play the seven. Meanwhile, That's the three right. seed. And then what That's happens in the what NBA? should happen. Like right now, Denver next round is getting either Phoenix or the right. Clippers. Right. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, that's they, not yeah, really so fair. That, but that's what I like about the OHA. They reseed them. You, as you go through the year, you can afford to go to like half a dozen games. So you know the players. 
they're local. Nothing you see one. them. You see them. Maybe they'll do a thing on the radio or do like some commercials or whatever. Like the words they're accessible, more, yeah, they're right? Accessible. It's, Your friends know them. Like you say, yeah. you have kids that go to high school. They might know them, or someone's no, dating true. them, or someone's billeting, or whatever. So well, you're emotionally, t- yeah, you're emotionally tied to them. Where well, and we talked about it in the drive there. At the end of the day, if you live in Toronto or wherever, Winnipeg, right. Calgary, if you're going to five, ten Leafs games a year, whatever, yeah. you're gonna be. In, it's accessibility. Like I'm yeah. maybe because we're spoiled because each year we try and go to a sporting event yeah. and we go to like between five and 20 nights games really in a year. Yeah. What I find is when, if I'm only watching on TV at yeah. a certain point in the year, I realize this, you're just watching TV. It's hard That's to right. find. Whereas if you're going to the games and you're seeing your friends at the games and you're seeing it live and we can't do that with the NHL, we're too far yeah. and it's too much money. Yeah. But like last night, you're going to this big, exciting playoff yeah, game, too great. It was thirty dollars. What can yeah. you do for thirty dollars yeah. for that entertainment? Three hours yeah, I of think entertainment. I spent more at McDonald's than I did for the tickets. Yeah, right? it's true. So yeah, no. So it was it, it it was fun. I guess the point of it is, um, professional sports because of the nature of it and the movement of the players, you're getting less and less uh, uh, emotionally tied to a specific team or whatever. And uh, some of the junior hockey programs and all that are are becoming uh, things that you enjoy more. And I do believe in the NCAA and those kinds of places, especially with the men's, it would be beneficial to see them play more than one or two years. I would agree. And just one last point, too. One, one thing I sort of find is, because uh, I lived in Vancouver for one year and the team wasn't very good. And tickets right. for a Canucks game were actually similar to going to a Giants game. So I right. went to a bunch of Canucks. But one thing I found is at the end of the day, if you go watch an NHL or whatever, a Blue Jays game, and your team loses, those guys, they're all still millionaires. Yeah. And, you know, in the OHL, I know a lot of, you know, some go in the – but for a lot of those guys, that's it. Yeah. This is the big – Yeah. you know, so yeah. I think it's it's just a lot more accessible and – uh, I don't know if wholesome's not the right word, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm kind of getting at, it's right? It's still grassroots is what it is. Yeah. It's still grassroots. But, yeah, no, big, big, yeah, it was a blast. Love the OHL. It's I think it's the best league. I've never been to, I've been to Halifax. That's, you know, I've been to a few WHL games, but I, fi- I find the OHL, is the coolest just because like we said everyone's so close you kind of get stronger rivalries and you can travel you get more traveling fans but we've talked about the ohl now for like nine minutes which is a third of this so next week (laughs) we have skit ideas we have skit ideas and we're we may have our first guest who or do we not want to? Luke Reeves. He's not coming. Oh, he's not coming. No, now? he's oh. not. I told you he was not coming. Oh, <laughs> he's not coming. I thought yeah. we'd have our first guest. No. All right. Well, maybe did you we can really work think he one. was? No, yeah, I thought we'd get one guest. I think we, it's not going to be someone from. Toronto. Okay, you know what? After a tenth he'd be good episode, though because he's a good basketball guy. He likes yeah. Basketball. So after a tenth episode, for sure, we got to get a guest on here. Anyways. Once again, I know we said it's bi-weekly. We'll pretend like it's. we'll see you in a couple weeks. Who knows? Who knows what comes up? But we'll try. We actually have good ideas like we said. Yeah, but we thank you for listening, whoever listened. I'll be optimistic, say 36 of you. Yes. Um, I'm Julian. 
And I'm Dad Will. You've listened to the Sue Boys podcast. Have a great day, night, whenever you're listening.